Looking to refresh your closet, home, or beauty routine this spring? Walmart's got all the stylish goods in one stop. From chic new looks and the latest makeup to quality furniture and tableware. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending for the hottest fashion, home, and beauty finds. Your style at Walmart. This podcast is sponsored by Regatta Outdoors. It's a glorious spring day and you're heading out on a walk. What do you bring with you? A paper map? Plenty of snacks? Well, of course they're important, but any seasoned hiker will tell you that footwear is the first thing to consider. Whether you prefer relaxed rambles or challenging summits, comfortable and reliable shoes are essential. Regatta has waterproof and breathable footwear for the whole family, for every outdoor occasion. Discover the range in stores nationwide and at regatta.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Cotswolds and your latest adventure in the wilds with the BBC Country Farm magazine podcast, or podcast as we like to call it. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the editor of the magazine. This is the second part of my quest to find the true source of the River Thames. We ended the last episode having journeyed bravely through mud and flood water to find the official source of this great river at Thamesmead near Sirencester. But many people argue that it isn't the actual source, that the real source makes the Thames a far longer river. So where is this magical second source? Listen on to find out. With me on this voyage into the unknown are Jack and Hannah, who help record and produce this podcast, and put me right at various points, as you'll no doubt hear. Welcome to the Seven Springs, the ultimate source of the River Thames. That is quite a bold claim by um, Coberley Parish Council on April 2012. There's a sign here. We've driven up the length of the River Churn um, to this place, which is... Possibly the noisiest source in Britain. It's right by a busy main road, busy A road through the Cotswolds. Um, and there's a lay-by here, which has got a burger van in it, fantastic. And there's a pub across the road called the Seven Springs. The ultimate source of the River Thames, there's a, there's a Latin saying, hic tus o temsine pater septemseminus fons. Oh, here, Father Thames, is your sevenfold spring. So this is quite a bold claim. This is the source of the River Churn. It's a funny little traffic island, essentially. But there's water, and it looks like a spring. It, it's, a, it's a sort of um, steps down to it, which I'm going down. Sorry about the traffic, but it, this, is, this is it. This is the experience. Uh, yeah. Water sort of appears under, out of the hill and then um, disappears under the road. But it's a pretty little grotto. Shame about the traffic. So one of the big claims to fame here is that it is... Thames Head is only 110 metres above sea level, whereas here we're 100 metres further up, and we have climbed quite a bit as we've driven up. This is um, 210 metres above sea level. So if you were kind of deciding on what was going to be the source of your river, you'd want to be you kind of go for the one which was furthest from the mouth of the river and also the one that was highest so this is the song of the river churn but is it really the sort the song of the Thames so the river churn would add 14 miles to the length of the river Thames uh, than its current length and as we talked about earlier it would make it 200, nearly 230 miles 
which makes it the longest river in the British Isles. So this could be, this is brave Hannah is going closer I haven't got my right shoes on but um, I'm going to do it anyway yeah so it's got the same inscription above a little arched culvert that heads onto the road it's, it's, a, it's a little walled dell and covered in ferns and there's a few little ash trees Hearts tongue ferns, uh, other kind of. It feels like a little rainforest, a corner of a rainforest. Very marshy. Oh, there's a few snowdrops and daffs on the bank behind us. So, welcome to the second source. It's sort of impressive, but I think in my heart I prefer the peaceful Thames Thames Head. But there's definitely clear crystal clear spring water here and I actually would put a cup in and drink this um, in fact I'm going to try a sip from I'm not going to paddle because I've already ruined my um, my socks for the day right here goes Did it actually drink some water? It tasted really great, actually. This is delicious. So, if it's come out of a farm <laughs> and I start to exhibit some even more strange behaviour than normal, then uh, that didn't really work. So, I paddled in the Thames and I've drunk from the source of the churn. Mm. But I looked on a map. There's another tributary of the Churn, which goes even further up into the hills, at Coberley. Now that, well, let's go and have a look and see if that could be an even more appropriate source of the River Thames. But first, lunch. So having been to the source of the River Churn, which frankly is much more impressive than the Thames, um, Thames head, the Thames source, uh, although very noisy. So the Thames head wins on peacefulness, but the churn wins on drama. But we've come just south of Seven Springs, where the churn source is, where the source of the churn, churn is. And we followed a tributary of the churn, which is much longer than the actual churn itself. And this goes through a small village, hamlet called Cobberley or Cobberley, but we're going to talk to some locals hopefully and find out what the official term is, we can't agree. Um, and now we're standing in this brook, which we're going to call the Cobberley Brook, and going to see if we can find the source. It's just a, a little uh, ford here. So the water thunders over, well I say thunders, it shimmies over a little ford, little bridge, and then down into what looks like a newly dug sort of landing pool. 
more evidence of just the sheer amount of water that's fallen around here. Lots of trees been chopped down or hedge, hedgerows removed. It's a bit of a bomb site, to be honest. But we're going to go and have a look for the, the source of this one and see whether this one can claim to be truly the source of the Thames, the Coberley Brook. So whether it's um, truly the source of the Thames or not, the Coberley or Cobberley Brook runs through the most gorgeous little Cotswold Valley, really hidden secret valley. Uh, you'd never know. It looks nothing on the map, but it's a lovely, sharp, deeply sort of incised gorge uh, with some lovely houses. They make a beautiful little walk. And you actually have to go through private land, so sort of gated land, although public access along the road. Uh, perfect. Funny these arable fields. Oh, shocked blackbird and a robin less shocked but the, road, the the fields, the arable fields it's a newly ploughed, well relatively newly ploughed, it's so full of stones it's more stone than field and I think that's typical of the Cotswolds, it's lots of pigeons this is a proper pigeon valley and there's still lots of water beside us so is this the unsung source of the Thames? The unheralded, forgotten. <laughs> so we're coming up to a busy road and the brook is now just a mere trickle beside us. Um, so does it really matter which, which of these three streams is the actual source of the Thames? Um... I suppose it does if you want to walk the whole length of the Thames and think that you... But it's very subjective. If it was done purely on geography, the churn would win because of it's longer and comes from a higher, a higher elevation. But if it's going on tradition... Then the, the official Thames would win. But if we're going on pure length alone, then the Coberley Brook might have a shout. And here it comes under the main road. And it's actually quite dangerous to cross this road. But we can, we can see on the other side where it comes out of the hill for the very first time. And that's the source. Very unpromising spot. So it's whether you want your Thames to come out of a peaceful field or beside a very, very busy road. That could be the source of the Thames over there. I don't want it to be, though. This is too busy. This is such a yeah, crazy busy road. Um, there's cars at every source. Is that the... Every source has cars. Yes. Well, apart from the first source, that was, um, that was more... And maybe that's it. Maybe that's why. Right, I'm going to go over and describe it. So, this Coberley Brook just comes out of two little pipes from a hill behind. And it's just runs for about 
20 metres and then goes under the road. Is it safe to go? Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so th- and then it reappears this side in a little fern-lined streamlet. Of the three, it's the least impressive. The noisiest and uh, and sort of weirdly, very typical of the Cotswolds countryside. That although you can find peace and quiet corners, it's so dominated by roads and traffic. Uh, rather makes me pine for my Brecon beacons, which is a heck of a lot quieter. So there you have it, an adventure to see three potential sources of the Thames. All with their claims. Actually quite some way moving to see such a mighty river at its very infancy. Just a few dribbles and drops and pools. And then I think it would be really fun to walk the whole length of the Thames to see it growing and growing. But now suddenly a little bit of peace. large lorries going on the road so it's beautiful countryside but yeah I think the noise of it can be almost too much to bear I reckon if you walk the length of the Thames I'll put a stick in the top and I'll follow the stick yeah <laughs> <laughs> take, take you a week finally find out how long it takes so it's hold on 184 miles that would take me at least a week to walk that as a podcast series of podcasts yeah. Week-long podcast. <laughs> could do. Yeah, could, one could, week. Well, no, one a day. Could send them in. Start off. That'd be yeah. really fun to do, actually. That, that sort of do a live, well, like say live one. But That's here's one here's me walking. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> More walking. More walking. But then that's that's what the podcast is. Yeah, plod so podcast. You can get a sponsor by the River Thames. Oh, that's a good yeah, idea, yeah. <laughs> that's a good idea. So there you have it. Three potential sources of the Thames. One peaceful, but not much water. One with a very beautiful sort of well to start things off, but uh, right beside a road. And the third one, totally unheralded, and with some um, <laughs> some big road issues. Um, and even if this isn't the source where I am right now this water will end up in the Thames so enjoy your journey water and all the wildlife that lives along it well that's it for now for this podcast Um, I hope you've enjoyed this adventure Uh, we'll be back next week with more stories from the great outdoors for now if you've enjoyed the podcast please leave some feedback or some reviews on whichever podcast provider you use, or contact me, Fergus Collins. I'm the editor of the magazine at editor at countryfile.com. And you can find out much more about the countryside, walks, news, stuff about the TV programme, recipes at our website, countryfile.com. A huge thank you to Jack Bateman for helping record and produce this podcast. But before we go, the last word on the River Thames should really go to Jerome K. Jerome. 
Here's a little taste from this classic Three Men in a Boat. Then we pulled up the canvas, and all four of us poked our head out over the offside and looked down at the water and shivered. The idea overnight had been that we should get up early in the morning, fling off our rugs and shawls and, throwing back the canvas, spring into the river with a joyous shout and revel in a long, delicious swim. However, now the morning had come, the notion seemed less tempting. Well, who's going to be first in? said Harris at last. There was no rush for precedence. George settled the matter so far as he was concerned by retiring into the boat and pulling on his socks. Montmorency gave vent to an involuntary howl, as if merely thinking of the thing had given him the horrors. And Harris said it would be so difficult to get into the boat again, and went back and sorted out his trousers. I did not altogether like to give in, though I did not relish the plunge. There may be snags about, or weeds, I thought. I meant to compromise matters by going down to the edge and just throwing the water over myself. So I took a towel and crept out onto the bank and wormed my way onto the branch of a tree that dipped down into the water. It was bitterly cold. The wind cut like a knife. I thought I would not throw the water over myself after all. I would go back into the boat and dress. And I turned to do so, and as I turned, the silly branch gave way, and I and the towel went in together with a tremendous splash, and I was out midstream with a gallon of Thames water inside me before I knew what had happened. By Jove! Old Jay's gone in, I heard Harris say, as I came blowing to the surface. I didn't think he'd have the pluck to do it, did you? Is it all right, sang out George. Lovely, I spluttered back. You are duffers not to come in. I wouldn't have missed this for worlds. Why don't you try it? It only wants a little determination. But I could not persuade them. Whether it's gloriously sunny or a spring downpour, you can always get outdoors with regatta. So what are you waiting for? Find a route, grab your walking shoes and start exploring. Regatta Great Outdoors offers all types of performance footwear, from technical hiking boots for regular ramblers to durable walking shoes for the whole family. With waterproof and breathable qualities, shock-absorbing comfort and superior grip, Regatta footwear is designed to withstand whatever challenges Mother Nature throws your way. Discover the range in stores nationwide and at regatta.com.